is in your mouth and I want to strip it down all the way to your toes daddy okay (laughs) 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 yes can can you hear Sexy music. Sexy. That sounds like like bad. Like Romeo and Juliet after they both died or something. Yeah, that's sexy music. If you're into necrophilia, maybe. Oh, I am necrophilia. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So yeah. Okay, let me welcome everyone first. Welcome to uh, episode uh, nine, I hope, <laughs> I think. So welcome to this episode. I think it's episode nine, right? Welcome to episode no nine idea. of the Talk Cock Podcast. Hello. Here you have your responsible host, who have no idea what episode it is. Uh, and it's me, TK. Oh, oh. Oh, fuck the always you. horny donkey. <laughs> <laughs> what do you yeah. mean? You, I asked you what episode. You said you have no idea, and I have no idea. So who has an idea here? <laughs> and your friend, the only fan. <laughs> Our only fan. Now, okay, that sounds a bit weird. <laughs> Maybe we should. We might as well put this podcast on OnlyFans. See how much that gets. Put put on what? Put this podcast on OnlyFans. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) What the fuck? So we gotta like show our face and stuff. No, not even faces. This the podcast. Well. But why? How, how the hell doesn't work anymore? Like my brain cannot commute. Yeah, you you can put anything on OnlyFans. Oh, if there's anything I'm gonna put on OnlyFans will be me and my misaligned nipples. No wait, that's not my nipples. Those are Rice's friends' nipples. And your friends' what? nipples. What? Rice's friends' nipples? How do you know that information? It was, uh, there was this day that I down on this field of grass and Jesus came down to me and said, Psst, rise friends, nipples are misaligned. <laughs> no. Who told you that, right? No, no, actually, actually, she's saying this. <laughs> she's going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Oh, Why? Fuck. <sighs> because it's, it's actually rice. 
but I had to <laughs> I had to mask the identity, you know, to protect her. But uh, you know, that's fluttering because you know everyone here knows who Christ and her massive tits. So it, it it would be quite sad if you know the information of her nipples being misaligned are there. So it is rice. Tits are so big that it just uh, it defies and contorts gravity, even her nipples. <laughs> it reaches to a point where she can use her her fucking tits as earmuffs, like a headphones. You know, she just flop it around her head, left and right. She goes <laughs> go directly into her ears, like airports. What yeah. the fuck? <laughs> 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 yeah, that, that that's what Ryan says. You know? I mean, she doesn't have feet; she has an L. So there's really not much to come from that. Okay. Wait. Anyway, I think uh, we this week we have some uh, fresh news. We actually something that happened to you, Donkey. Do you want oh. to share with the world? What okay, you went through? Wait, 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 wait. Actually, trying to pour myself a hot drink. It's because I'm old. Oh fuck! Because I'm old, so I need to get myself a hot drink. Okay. While you get your be quiet, I'll uh, I'll bring no, no, the no 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 <laughs> when did you become rice? What the fuck is what the fuck is that? That's a rice. Yeah, how did when did you become rice? When her nipples were misaligned. So yeah. <laughs> you know I don't have a cup, so I'm actually drinking this hot tea from this small Tupperware. Container thing that you you get. What do you mean? What you do you mean you don't have a? Wait, wait. I can't. Wait. Where is your cup? I have no cup. I don't use a cup. You realize that I'm not home like ninety percent of the time, right? What? Wait. So you don't even have a cup or like a mug or a glass at home? What the fuck? Yeah, because I, I buy like bottled drinks, so I drink straight from the bottle. How do you drink water? From the bottle. What? Wait, so you always just drink like water? You you buy the water you drink? No, uh, you I buy have, like... like a tap water? Yeah, like, so, okay, I buy soft drinks, so I get like bottles. So once I finish the soft drinks, I just pour water into the bowl and just drink it from there. Hello? What is wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Okay, so TK, guess what happened? Mm. What? So Saturday, Saturday morning. Is the music too loud? No, it's okay. Now so it's a bit loud. You just turned it up. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. Okay, okay. Okay, okay so, so you're I... telling the story now? <coughs> no, not yet. Um, so okay. Saturday morning, you know, mm-hmm. 
me at being this age, I have not like received any like serious like injuries like as I did as I was a kid, right? So Saturday okay. morning, I was walking to the train station on my way to work. I was drinking my teh halia, and yeah, I was thinking about work. And guess what? What? I fell down like a kid. Like literally, I fell like not to slip and fall. I literally slipped and fell straight to the floor, like how you would like when you were a kid. And I scraped my knee and I got COVID. <laughs> what? Yeah. Wait, you fell at the train station? I fell on my way to the train station, like on the pavement. I slipped what and fell <laughs> at the in age your of... area. Your fucking brain. <laughs> I, I held went my... everywhere? No, I held my theater like those uh, videos where they, where they, the person is falling down and holding their beer and not spilling <laughs> it at all. I, I did that. I was like, oh, my theater is to survive. <laughs> And then there are people behind me, like eating, eating like at the store. So they were turning around, looking. I was so embarrassed, but I was really just too deep in in thought, you know, to to actually re- react to the fall. So I was like, oh, I know I'm embarrassed, and my thea- my was alive, and I just stood up, swept it, and just played cool to walk it off. Like, oh, that was so embarrassing. <laughs> To only realize that I got COVID after that. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's how you get COVID. Not from air, but the moment you fall. Yep. So, yeah. Wait, so you fell down and then you got back up and started walking away again and drinking your tea? Yeah. I just acted like nothing happened. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Well, you know that feel. Okay, it must have been that feeling, right? When you're like in the public, uh, out in the open, and you're like walking, and you like almost fall or slip they, they or actually do fall. Yeah. And you just get back up, and everyone's looking, and you pretend like nothing happened, and just walk off. <laughs> yes. No, but the thing is, I, I couldn't play play off the whole nothing happened situation because I really fell too bad like I literally fell to my knees with both of my like my hands on the floor and my tail was like on the in the air like fucking Freddie Mercury and yeah that, that it was too too much to play off like nothing happened I just played it off like something did happen and accepted you know <laughs> and like mm, I fell fuck that hurt okay I'll see you floor bye you know, yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> so you like badly scraped your knees. Actually, it's, it wasn't that. Oh wait, it it is actually that bad. I'm looking at it. This is the first time I'm looking at it all week. Wow, it's actually Damn. pretty bad. And no wonder it hurt so bad when you had COVID. I mean, you still have COVID, right? Yeah, I do. So I'm trying to pass it to you, Daddy. Oh. No. <coughs> so, wait, why don't you tell everyone how that process went? Like, after you caught COVID, like, what happened? Like, what was your experience through the whole thing? 
Oh my god, the because I have a lot of injuries, so it wasn't fun for me. Because you know, like I've been always telling you guys, like I have like my fingers uh, and my hands and my back, like I have like all these injuries and overused uh, muscles, right? And they are aching all the mm-hmm. time. So yeah, and your penis. Yeah. What? What? My penis. <laughs> yeah, overused muscle. <laughs> no, that's the only muscle that I never used. Not overused. No, but you're always like jerking off like three times a day. But that's a relaxation. But you're overusing it. I'm not. That's not my max capacity. Fuck's sake. Okay, okay, so continue. <sighs> Oh, so, yeah, because basically when you have fever, all your limbs and your joints start to ache in general uh, through a normal fever. Mm-hmm. So the feeling the feeling was, like, enhanced. Um, okay, the first, the first night, okay, the, the, the day on that day itself, I got it on Saturday night, like, really late at night, like, before I went to sleep. And it just came suddenly. So, uh, during the day, it was still normal. And then in the night, uh, after I showered and everything, I was about to sleep. My nose just ran like a motherfucker, man. Like, you know, the the shit just came, just starts coming up from my nose like nonstop, and it's blocking, but it's running. And I just kept sneezing and shit like that. And I was like, "Holy shit, what the fuck is even happening at this point?" So it just kept on running and running, and uh, eventually I couldn't sleep until like five a.m. And I managed to like grab uh, a bit of sleep. Yeah, like okay, first okay, let's I don't I don't really know the time, but let's just put an an estimated time frame to talk about this. Like okay, let's say if I get I get a runs from my nose at ten PM. Went through all the way to like twelve PM. Uh, I mean twelve AM. But in between wow. the sore throat starts coming in. And I was eating chocolate at that point. So, yeah, the sorted came in together. And, and then after 12 a.m., um, the fever started coming in. And then my nose started becoming worse. And the sorted settled in around like 2 a.m. And by 3, 3 a.m., the fever just came already. So everything just came all together at once. Like it really hits you like a fucking truck. You, you don't really know like what the fuck is happening. I mean, yeah, so the next, I only slept for like four hours on Saturday to Sunday. And then the whole of Sunday was terrible as fuck, man, I fucking swear. Oh, uh, it was yeah, like. A- I remember like Saturday night. Uh, were we supposed to record actually on Saturday night? Sunday. Su- Sunday. Sunday, yeah. Sunday. But Sunday yeah, on Saturday me. night. Yeah, on Saturday night you told me that uh, you told me it was really bad, right? Yeah, it was right. really really fucked, man. Yeah, oh. it was really bad. Like so, on uh, on Sunday you found out you had COVID. On Saturday, after hearing that, I told you that it could be like a really bad flu or COVID, probably because uh, you had all the symptoms. I, I tested it. Okay, on Saturday, I tested it. It was negative because, like I said, you, you can't test it immediately because 
um, it will be false positive. So you, uh, I tested, I retested it on Monday, and that's when the accurate uh, positive sign will be. So basically, on Sunday was still a question mark. But then the thing is, I I started knowing to see. I started seeing the difference when, uh, because I I don't think mine was that extreme because uh I think because I already got like two jabs or something, but uh compared to some people, I I'm not really the worst case scenario. But it was still pretty bad because the fever was a little bit different from your normal fever. Uh. Mm-hmm. You can literally feel like your body's breaking down. I don't know how to explain the feeling, but it's like when you're sick, you, you feel sick, correct? But uh, this fever felt a little bit different. Like you can literally feel everything in you breaking down kind of feeling. Like, oh, fuck. Like you, you just... Like every individual part of your body. Yeah. And... Okay. For those who don't know that my my right hand is injured with uh, a condition called trigger finger, and it so happens to be my fucking middle finger, so I can't now I can't really close I can't close my middle finger because it's swelled in on the uh, in, in the tendon, and yeah, during that period of time, and remember there was this time that I told you that I injured my my left finger, uh, the tip of my first finger, index finger, uh from because my, my finger got twirled into this machine and the muscle was injured or something because the bone is fine. And my back very prolonged like aching and you know back aches and shit. So during that fever, holy shit, all these parts of my body that's injured and not well, all these muscle parts are fuck I fucking sweat. It's like someone just fucking put a pin on that voodoo. Like, you know, like, oh, I'll fucking die. <laughs> I fucking swear, it's so, it was so bad because, like, not only it hurts, but it, it aches and it hurts. And it's like, you're just so helpless. It's like, oh, my back, everything. And fuck. It, you're just like, <laughs> you know, it's the, the point where you're ejaculating. And right before you, right before you regain conscious from the ejaculation, you're you're very vulnerable during that period of time. Yeah, it feels something like that, but just remove the ecstasy from it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so you're like basically re- injuries. Yes. In uh, real time. Yes, and and being stuck in it like a freaking mirage. Yeah. Well, so, um, basically, wait, it's so not how many days uh, has it been? What is it today? It's Saturday till now. So it's been like four days. Uh, officially, it it's it start it, it counted officially day according to the doctor. So, uh, yeah. Apparently, my 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 welding guy. The guy, the China guy, who's been with me, he he got it too, so we're both quarantined. <laughs> oh damn! Uh, yeah. If you like, you should. Uh, did you inform your workplace, right? So because a lot of other people can get it if you had. Mm-hmm. The moment I got it, I 
my my guys were like uh, they, they weren't feeling too well too. So I, I informed my boss and he went down to bring the kid to them and everything. Yeah, so uh, the the rest got tested too. Only only the guy who uh, was been with me all this long he, he got it too. Mm, okay. But he doesn't have. Are you doing uh better? Uh, it's not too bad. I mean, I can still lingering in me, but uh, it's, it's compared to Sunday, it's a lot, a lot better, like really a lot. But uh, yeah, definitely still not fully recovered yet. I mean, I didn't, I didn't really get diarrhea. I didn't really get loss of appetite, loss of taste, and all that. You know, the extreme ends of it, but uh, it was still pretty bad. Yeah, like well, when, that's good at least. Yeah, yeah. Didn't get any loss of taste. It's like you actually started eating more, right? Yeah, but but then again, maybe because I'm not doing anything. I'm at home. I mean, usually I'm I'm always at work, so my mind is always occupied. And actually, maybe I'll eat more, but because my mind is occupied, I don't really eat a lot more. And because I'm at work, I don't like to feel the food coma feeling. So maybe because I'm at home, and then you know, you're just in the comfort of your own zone. And you just tend to eat a little bit more because you know you have you know, your, your brain perceives time a little differently when you're at work and when you're home. So yeah, and right now, but then again, I'm I'm still working from home, so it doesn't really make much of a difference. You're working from home. Yeah, I have to because like. Fucking eight, seven to eight a.m. My guys like calling me, and texting me, but why is like texting me and all? I'm like, fuck! I slept at two. Let me sleep. <laughs> fuck, man! And I have to like, I just look at my phone. And it's like, okay, let's proceed. This proceed the order. Proceed the order. Oh, the measurements correct, yeah. Oh, order picked up. Yes, okay, okay. Enjoy your order. <laughs> Fuck. Well, well, <laughs> well, the work still gotta go on, right? And plus, if it you're has. not there, and uh, but yeah, I'm glad that uh, at least physically I, I don't have to be there because, uh, okay, uh, I mean, although I'm still haunted, haunted by work, but it's uh, th- th- there are things that I can handle through. Uh, the phone, and I don't have to be there physically, which is a good thing because I can let go of the operations uh, physically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. so when the, uh, usually, like, uh, don't they do tests like one week uh, afterwards after catching COVID? Like, usually that's the time where you test negative again. I think. You have to test. Uh, you have to test every day from the third day onwards. I think. Yeah, the third day of the test every day until you get negative. Or well, according to Sims, they said uh, after the seventh day, I think the new rule is like after the seventh day, even if you're still positive, you're still fine to go out because there should be like immune or something like that. The fuck? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not sure. I need to read up again. I need to ask her again because this is what she told me. I was like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, if you're still positive, how can you go back to work? Like, you're just gonna give everyone else. Well, I think it's not. Uh, it's not active anymore. It's more like it's just in your body 
cells or something. I don't know. Like it, it, maybe it just is like how the vaccine works. I'm not too sure. Like, yeah, I'm not very knowledgeable on this uh, process. Mm. Yeah. So apparently, Sims got it. So she she knows she knows about it. You know what's the fucking irony? She recovered from COVID, and we immediately went for dinner, and I didn't catch it from her, and I caught it when the moment I fell. <laughs> What kind of irony is this? What the hell, man? Yeah, because you guys met up like uh, a while ago, right? Like a month or two ago? A yeah, uh, I think it was like a month ago. Yeah, so it couldn't have been from her. No, it's definitely not from her. So you just fell and scraped your knee on the pavement and boom, you got COVID. Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. Some kind of... I guess some kind of sexual disease. <laughs> I had sex on the floor and I got COVID. Okay. <laughs> what the hell? The mo- it's, it's like... It's a- <laughs> you have to turn Imagine this... Imagine if that's how pregnancy works. <laughs> <laughs> you just fell on the floor. Oh, no. Fuck. I fell. I'm pregnant. Scratch <laughs> <Crash> my pussy. <laughs> you have to turn this into a romantic story. Like... Oh, ever since I first saw you, it was love at first sight, baby Flor. Flor, you're so cemented. Would you like some semen? Oh, I want to scrape. <laughs> want to scrape my knees all over that rocky <laughs> face of yours. <laughs> oh yeah, give me a rash on your pavement. On that thick, <laughs> that thick, hard concrete. Yeah. I like how mm. I, I like how hard your rebar feels all over. <laughs> I like how hot you get during the day. Mm, so scalding. I should boil oh an egg on you. <laughs> Oh, oh, you're so dirty, Floor. You're so literally dirty. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, can I step on you? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you like being stepped on, huh? You dirty, dirty Floor. No, but I think if you just accidentally fall on it and get pregnant, at that point it's not uh, like a love affair. It's like a fucking drunk one night stand. Oh, that's like how rice works. Yeah, (laughs) it's like a drunk one night stand, and boom, you're pregnant afterwards. (laughs) Wow, voila. And yeah. to only realize that an impulse is misaligned. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Do not fall on the floor. Do not be right. No, you it's... realize your nipples are misaligned when uh, uh, you give birth and your baby starts sucking on it. It's like, yeah, <laughs> misaligned, bitch. Don't want it. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> Imagine the rice goes to be, uh, breastfeed 
baby and uh, baby is like, eh, don't want, eh, get away. <laughs> and starts making that rice noise like, eh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, low. Wear milk. <laughs> Imagine the baby sucks on left it and the right it called lactate. <sighs> oh my god. No. I didn't. And Rice is going to hear, like, listen to all this. Every single podcast will feature a fucking tit. Like, at this point, Rice's persona is just fucking tits. <laughs> like, green tits with feet. She no longer has a face. She's just a pair of tits with arms and legs, you know? Yep. She's <laughs> like, Mr. Potato Head. Uh, Mr. Potato Head is this fucking potato with arms and legs. And he's got, like, eye, like eyes and ma- a mouth, like, on the fucking potato, drawn on. That's how right is. It's a pair of tits with the face on it. Titisaurus. Titisaurus. She's a fucking tit dinosaur. Like, you know that, that long-ass neck dinosaur that you have? Uh, that one, imagine that head is a tit instead. And that neck and that elfie. Yep. That eats raw vegetables. Yeah, who the fuck eats raw vegetables anyways? Oh, right, guys, if you guys didn't know, rice eats fucking raw vegetables like rabbit food. Who the fuck eats that? Yeah. Rice, Rice, if you're listening to this, yes, we are shitting on your 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 fucking taste and food. Like, who the fuck? It it's raw vegetables. Oh my god! Imagine if Rice had a garden or like went to a garden, she just start like biting off the fucking vegetables and leaves from the tree, like 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 nonchalantly, like a fucking herbivore animal. Like, oh, oh, she's like, hello, darling. Oh, I think it's time to harvest our vegetables. And then she just goes out with a plate and just... And just starts eating a field. And the husband is just like, what am I looking at? (laughs) She's grazing the field. Yes, like a cow. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that explains her huge tits. It all goes to her chest. Yeah, all the fucking nutrients. Yeah, so nothing goes to her brain, so that's the only place it can go. <laughs> like you know, like uh, go up to the brain and like ding dong, ding dong. Uh, section section is currently under development, <laughs> under construction. It's got the U-turn sign. Like just turn, just turn back and go that way. <laughs> went down (sighs) you know speaking of that yeah no sorry you're saying no like speaking of that wouldn't it be like wouldn't it be great if people could just like eat from the fucking trees like herbivores animals I think they can what? No, like, certain... like I'm not even talking about fruit. Oh, uh... like actual tree leaves and shit. We just if people can just go to the garden or like forest and have a meal, like start eating off the leaves and oh no 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 yes I'm done <laughs> and think... get out. No I need think... to cook or anything. 
Okay, I think I saw this survivor shit that apparently there's this uh like some forest. Some forests, uh, they have like because you know these videos like they've been stranded on the island and they try to survive and they, they're going to show you like what can be eaten. And mm-hmm. apparently this guy was just going fucking on a buffet on fucking the plants, like oh just this. this- Hello. Hello. I think you cut out, donkey. Can you hear me now? Hello. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Oh, sorry. Where, 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 where was the last time that you? Where, where was the last you heard? <laughs> you said there's some guy in a survival show going to town on some plants. Yeah, like a fucking buffet. Like as he's explaining to us, like the, these leaves are edible. He's just eating it. Like oh, nom, 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 oh, this is good. Oh, oh, I'm not starved. I can survive. <laughs> these are leaves. Oh, nom, 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 nom. And just he just kept eating that shit. I'm like, Nani, the fuck is really? that? Yeah, uh, and I think I think he was in Norway or something, and then uh, there was this fucking abundant amount of like shell shell shellfishes, uh, you know those sea snails and stuff like that that stuck onto the rock, and he just went to town, man, like the meal. And it's like, oh, I'll ne- I'll never starve for I can survive for like three days over here like that. Oh my god. <laughs> That yeah, fucking but, uh, apparently those uh, shellfishes are really like nice to eat though. Ooh. Like the ones like uh, stuck on the barnacles and shit. Yeah. On the and, rock, rock. Yeah. Oh, that's more more they suck. Uh, but they, those, I mean, it's good. <laughs> it's good because um, it's fresh. It's like literally fresh seafood, and they cook it in salt. It tastes better. Hmm. I actually, I actually saw a video uh on YouTube uh, a while ago, but I think it's in Canada. Uh, like this type of shellfish or like barnacle something that like um that grows on the rocks. Yeah, yeah, on yeah. On the seaside, right? Mm. And I I forgot what they they're called, but yeah, apparently people go and harvest those. And like sell it to the restaurants, and they actually uh, like uh, uh, cuisine there. I forgot what it's called. It's like a special kind of barnacle or some kind of shellfish. Yeah, it takes a lot it's, of uh, nutritious and really good. Oh, actually, I think a lot of food are very nutritious. <laughs> but yeah, it what? tastes like crab apparently, because it's like oh. uh, it's like a kind of shellfish. Well, yeah, I mean, like, generally, like, that's how, like, most of the <laughs> seafood tastes like. <laughs> like, but, I mean, okay, yeah, come think about it, like, who the fuck knows that all this shit can be eaten in the first place? Like, who the hell prawns out from their fucking natural habitat and go like, oh, I'm gonna eat this shit? Wait, speaking of that, who do you think invented, like, who do you think discovered that you could eat a blowfish? Like you know, in Japan, like those fucking oh, the puffer fish. Yeah, the fucking puffer fish. They eat those poisonous puffer fish. Who the fuck in their right mind went and went to a fucking poisonous fish and tried to figure out which parts of it you can eat? I think that was filtered, uh, like filtered through generations. 
like I think probably someone died the first few times. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I'm not gonna do that. Okay, that part not edible. You <laughs> know. <laughs> I think multiple people must have died for yeah. them to able to figure out which parts of these, uh, this fish was edible and which parts were poisonous. Oh, but then again, it's Japanese. I mean, before they do something, you know, Japanese are so meticulous in their research studies. Back something, so I wouldn't be too surprised that they actually did a lot of scientific. Uh, those those chefs, they actually did a lot of scientific research on like which part of the body is like contains the most poison and stuff like no, that. No, no, but this this was a long time ago. Like this was like a century. Like eating oh. the fucking puffer fish in Japan is like a very old tradition. Oh but, right. Yeah, at that point they wouldn't have science or chefs or like that kind of people to safely uh, determine which parts are poisonous, right? Hmm. Fair points. Probably someone died or something, and they realized, <laughs> oh, like oh, you try in this part, you try in this part. Oh, we know it. Yeah. So probably the only one who survived was the part that they shaved off to eat. But I mean, like pufferfish, like it's like. You know, even the de- the of that delicacy is so thin. So there's very little parts that you yeah. can yeah, yeah. Like it's such a it's such a risky proposition for such low payoff, right? Because yeah. you can eat like so much other shit from the sea that has so much more meat on it. Why would you go through all the risk? And all the fucking trouble of preparing this poisonous ass puffer fish that if anything goes wrong, you could just die if you eat the wrong part by mistake. For such a low amount of meat, why would you do that? Well, I mean, this is like the economy and the food industry, I guess. Like, I mean, I mean, if you look at it, like it, 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 it built this whole culture around it for this craft. So I guess I guess that's part of the yeah. reason for it. Yeah, I mean it's a craft. Like even in Japan, they don't just like um, hire any chef to do it. I mean, literally, they have to go through like ten over years of hierarchy uh, in the industry to be mm. able to even try to serve puffer fish to people. Yeah, uh, you have so, to be specially licensed uh, chef mm, uh, and have like, years of training <laughs> to be able to prepare the fish well and yep. to be licensed. Only then yeah. you can legally serve it at restaurants. Yeah. So it, it, I guess it becomes a craft. Like it's more like horn craft and yeah, a whole culture behind it. I mean, it's good in a way, but uh, although not everything is, you know, has a point to it. <laughs> but <laughs> it's a culture. Still, I mean, you know. Yeah. And they say like it's, uh, what, it must be good for your libido or something like it's like an aphrodisiac or something like it has this benefits or whatever. But I think that's just all over exaggerated. It's, it's I think just most probably, of it is. Yeah. I mean, no doubt. You know, in a lot of, in a lot of Asian traditions, like Chinese mm-hmm. uh, tradition or Asian uh, Japanese traditions, they have like this weird fucked up food that other people are like, ew, what the fuck? Why? Would you like gecko. And, yeah, gecko or pufferfish or whatever kind of insect or fucking scorpion, whatever it is. And mm. people are like, why would you eat that? And their excuse is, oh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's good for the libido. It's, uh, it has 
this benefits as a aphrodisiac or whatever. But I think those are like excuses you make. Yeah, up. it's it's probably just <laughs> a marketing thing. Yeah. One percent of the the ingredient that actually helps it, but uh, you know, is blown out of proportion to make it sound more appealing. Like technically yeah. speaking, every single thing that we fucking eat like boosts our libido. Fucking libido, like meat, <laughs> vegetables, like even fucking water build up builds up our libido. <laughs> like you know, it hydrates our cum. So <laughs> exactly, no water, no cum. Yeah, exactly. So. Like even tomato and like honey or pineapple, you know, shit like that, you know. So, yeah, it's just a marketing strategy, I guess. But I mean, no doubt it may have its uh healing values in in herbology. But uh, yeah, it, just, I mean, a lot of information sometimes are like just exaggerated to make it more appealing. Like how. Girls who are not very appealing just pump up a lot of words and attitude to make themselves more appealing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, if like, if this fucking, I don't know, if this poisonous fish has benefits, I'm pretty sure you can get the, those kind of benefits from other food that won't potentially kill you. <laughs> like, <laughs> this, eating this pufferfish isn't magically gonna make my penis grow like 10 inches bigger or something. It's not gonna give me like uh, telekinesis or superpowers, right? If it does, then like, sure. Then I'm wanna try? Wanna, wanna try? <laughs> <laughs> so, you're saying anyone, everyone who eats the fucking pufferfish has like a giant fucking horse cock yes yes like yeah. it's the name like horses and gallop around Tokyo or something <laughs> oh that guy just had pufferfish yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like fucking a Red Bull advertising, like Red Bull gives you wings. It's like pufferfish <laughs> make turns you into a fucking horse. <laughs> you just go galloping around the town, fucking Puff, everyone. Puffer, puffer gives you cock. <laughs> <laughs> they should run that marketing strat, you know, like how they marketed Red Bull. They should market <laughs> pufferfish and turn it into a brand. <laughs> so then people would actually uh, like to eat it. Oh, I, I guess at, at a point, right? I, uh, no, wait, it doesn't make sense if the flesh itself gives all these uh, qualities of benefits, but uh, but they are not using it for medical purposes, like medicine in medicine. Instead, they're serving it as food. That's what. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like Viagra, like all this pure. I mean, yeah, I mean, some Chinese medicines do use very natural source of uh, medicine, but uh, it just doesn't make sense, you know. You're not going to eat like a raw ginseng and just like, <laughs> oh shit, the shit tastes disgusting, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rice probably likes it. Like, I mean, of course. <laughs> like, he's a herbivore. <laughs> Yep. You can just eat it raw. You think? But yeah. Also, I think like most meats don't have those special kind of properties, right? Like, I think the only part of uh, pufferfish you can eat, like after you have to slice off all the skin yep. that is poisonous and all the organs. And so you can only eat the 
like a layer of meat in between. So I don't think that that meat is going to give you some otherworldly benefit here. Yeah. Actually, what do they do with the other 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 parts that they can't use? They just throw it away, right? Because it's uh, fucking poisonous. I'm not too sure, actually. Wait, then, what are the natural predators of pufferfishes? Do they have any? They should have. I know dolphins like to blow them, like, because their the poison makes the dolphins high or something. What the fuck? Wait, how do dolphins blow them? What do you mean? Because they, they have the snout, right? So, yeah. after, I, th- I think they press the snout on them or something. Like, so they, they the pufferfish will blow all that toxins, and then the dolphins will inhale it or something like that. I remember, dolphins, I remember the dolphins like playing the pufferfish because they make them hallucinate. <laughs> so these dolphins out here getting high from these pufferfish. <laughs> <laughs> the dolphin goes to his buddy like, yo, yo, when I hit up the fucking old pufferfish joint this weekend, we're about to get crazy up in this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why dolphins are so similar to humans. They like to fucking get high and they fuck for nothing. <laughs> what the fuck? What really? Imagine dolphin going to his buddy, you know, yo, I have this sick puff, fucking puffer fish in my house. Go bring some girls over this weekend. We're going to hang out, get high, and party now. So, that's all we hear all night long. <laughs> yeah, but and the poor puffer fish are like, ah, oh, fuck, here we go again. Here come the dolphins. <laughs> using us like, like toys, basically. That, that's what they really do to the pufferfish. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm not even joking at this point. Like, for real, you check it out like later. Yeah, I think like, I've I, seen that somewhere uh, a while ago. But I had completely forgotten about that. They, they really fuck for fun. Like, they don't fuck for mating. They just literally fuck for fun. So they really like humans. Just in water. Yeah, dolphins, water. dolphins can actually be like huge dicks. Like, they like. Yeah. I I remember seeing like dolphins are actually like fucking assholes when it comes to the <laughs> fucking sea because they even like I think rape I think dolphins rape and like play with their food as well before killing them like I think they also kill seals and shit uh, yeah uh, for yeah. fun <laughs> the assholes of the sea so just, so just like us then huh. Well, yeah. But... Just like people. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. It's just that, you know, we, we wear clothes and we don't swim. The dolphins are the people of the sea. <laughs> Literally. Literally the people of the sea. I wonder, I wonder how do they fall to the ground? Well, okay. <laughs> Wait, do they 
wow, actually, but being being a C C, you you can't fall. You you can never understand the feeling of falling down. There's literally no gravity, like no 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 sense of gravity when you're in the sea. I mean, of course, you're gonna sink down, but they don't experience gravity like us. Yeah, that's true. Okay, I just realized I mean... that. <laughs> you realize what? That how gravity is perceived differently from sea animals, land animals. Well, yeah. No, but they do have gravity. Like they have pressure. Like the deeper you go, the higher the pressure. All right. Yeah. In the sea. So like, but the, the gravity we experience is like nothing compared to what they experience when they uh, go real deep. Yeah, but the thing is, the, the the thing is, all these sea creatures, they can adapt to the pressure. That's why, like, there are so many un in the Mariana Trench, because they evolve accordingly to their environment. But humans would fucking die immediately. <laughs> yep. But the thing is, they 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 don't really experience like the gravitational pull while being in the sea because, like I said, like they understand the feeling of falling down. You know, like when you're stepping over the edge and then you fall off. But fucking fishes just they're always on the edge. They are fucking floating. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, maybe sometimes they can experience. <clears throat> the falling sensation because you know uh there's like whales and dolphins that like jump up in the air and like oh. fall down back in the water right when yeah, they're hunting or like uh still not not that much migrating the yeah. oh but there are some dolphins that actually like fish on the sea bed or the river bed mm-hmm. you, have you seen that Nope. Like a school of dolphins, like a team of dolphins, were like round up the fish around the riverbed, and they would drive the fish up to the shore, and then the dolphins would jump onto the shore and like take as many fish into their mouth as they can and go back down. Wow, I've never seen that. Yeah, you should you should uh, watch. I saw it. Yeah, I saw that oh, a while ago. And- like they have, they must have great communication skills. These dolphins because they communicate with each other, like in a team of three or four, and they coordinate this fucking hunting tactic where they're rounding up the fish and then scooping them up. Well, yeah, I think gen- animals are a lot smarter in terms of strategizing a, a battle plan. I think a, a lot of humans like learned a lot of this plan from animals. Hmm. Like uh, there was this one that uh, it's about like the Vietnam War or something. That was it. The Vietnamese that they they copied the rat way and they dug underground or something like that. I can't remember. Ooh. Yeah, something along those lines. And it was surprising. It, it was it was that that strategy that uh, allowed them to be alive or or win or something like that. I can't remember. 
but yeah, I just know they, they, they followed the rats or something and then they made uh, an underground base and stuff like that and then enemies couldn't find them at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, underground mm. base. Can you imagine living underground for like four years or something? And you have not seen sunlight and sunlight and everything for four years. Um, so that's like uh, that movie Parasite. Have you watched that movie? Nope, but I know which movie you're talking about. How how was it? Damn, it's it's really good. You should watch it. The guy with that that parasite thing, right, on his uh, fingers or something. No, no, that that's the anime. That's the, uh, I'm talking about the Korean movie Parasite. Oh, that's a Korean parasite. Wait, you didn't know about this? No, I only know Japanese. What the fuck? This movie like came out, I think, two years ago, right? It won the Oscar. It won the Best Picture award at the Oscars. Like, not even the foreign film. Like, the actual Best Film award. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of Korean stuff, so... Except for the girls, but... Uh, in terms of films and Dude, music... This movie, this movie was great. It was, it was so much hype uh, when it came out. You really never heard of it. Nope. I really don't like... Because, okay... I'll bring out the backstory, and you probably understand. Like uh, back then, when uh, in I think during the nineties or the two thousands, when horror films were everything, and Jap- uh-huh. the horror film industry, and every movie that comes out, uh, always about uh Japanese horror and everything, and Cor- Korean Korean horror films were trying to uh keep up, and they released a lot of horror films as well, and. To be honest, I, I gave it a lot of try, like to watch like Korean horror films and stuff and bullshit. And I just totally gave up on it ever since like I was like I was so disappointed in Korean films because uh the horror movies and everything was just simply just so boring and so so substanceless in terms of the horror genre. It's just all about like that and the you know, there's really not much to it. It's like, you just see him hang all the way for one hour and it's not that scary. You know? very yeah, I, I haven't uh, I haven't watched, <laughs> I haven't been in the 90s, so I don't know. But <laughs> like this movie, this movie Parasite, it's not a horror movie though. What is it about? It's, it's like, uh, it's, uh, how do you describe It's hard to describe even. But the main plot is like it's about this family, this Korean, this poor family that live in the like in Korean like slums or something. I think they have like a ground level or underground level where the like the really poor people live. Mm-hmm. Right. So they can see a look up at the street. Like their house is like basement level usually. So this poor uh, family, what they do is like uh, the son uh, of this family gets a job by chance as a tutor in a rich fucking family. And this family is way fucking rich. It's like the top 1% in Korea, you know, like that fucking rich. So what he does is he somehow, after getting this job, he sees that the rich family is also needs a new driver. 
or something. Uh, uh, no, the rich family needs another tutor for their son. And so what he does, he gets his sister. <laughs> he recommends his sister, but he says that uh, it's not her sister. Like, he pretends it's not her sister and it's some foreign fucking student he met in America when he was studying there. But he never went to America. <laughs> so it's all bullshit. And they fucking scam this family into hiring her as well. And after that, they <laughs> try to get their dad hired as the driver and their mom hired as the housekeeper of this family. So what happens is this whole fucking family, this poor family, starts leeching off and starts living as a parasite inside the fucking rich family. And uh, like it's really fucking interesting. And then it gets dark, and then like fucking plot twists happen. And, like, it's really fun. Like it's like a dark comedy with a philosophical like teachings. Like it's basically a satire. Uh, on the on the class system in Korea, was mm-hmm. the the divide between the rich and poor, and what mm-hmm. that makes people doing. Interesting, mm-hmm. it's really a fun movie. Hmm. I'll, go, I'll, I'll go read it up later first. Yeah, and I think that these days, I think mm-hmm. more uh, Korean films are just better than Japanese films, like in mm-hmm. the current age. I don't think Jap. I don't. I've ha- I haven't heard any like great film come out of Japan. Yeah, it's like blowing everyone's mind. But like, uh, there's been a lot of films coming out of Korea, like uh, Train to Busan. Have you heard of that one? Yeah, the one I heard. Yeah, it's a j- zombie fucking movie. It was really good. I saw it when it came out. And there's a lot of other movies as well that Korea is like making really good ones. But I think because Japanese, they, they are dominating so much in the anime anime side. And like in terms, it's just not profitable to do a film anymore at this point. Like, they probably have a lot of films that they're showing in Japan only or something. But uh, blockbusters, I don't think, yeah. Maybe now it's the whole Korean thing that's showing up because in the film industry and television series, like a lot of Koreans are taking over that industry instead. Like yeah, Korea. Korea is just beating. They're just dominating when it comes to the entertainment these days, uh, with mm. K-pop taking over everywhere. Even though I don't like it, you don't like it, but apparently a lot of people do, and that's and K-drama a lot of people like as well. But other than that, they're actually making some good uh, shows and movies as well, like uh, Squid Game. Right. I guess it's a cycle. It's like a, a cycle in the industry. It's like back then it was Japan, now it's Korea. And then it probably go back to Thailand or something. And then after that, you know, back to Chinese. And it's like a cycle, I guess. Now that you think about it. Yeah. Because exact- like when you think about it, Japan is the one who popularized the whole idol culture. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. But... I think the problem with Japan was like they're so concerned with themselves. They're so homogenic. Is that the word? Homogenic? What do you mean? Uh, what's the word? Like they're, they just uh, market to themselves. Japan basically uh, only cares about itself, right? So yeah, they yeah. make music 
TV series, whatever they make, movies, uh, idol, music, everything is just for the Japanese audience. They yep, don't. Yep. They don't look to broadcast it outside of Japan, and they don't even care about the international market. But yep. I think that's where Korea has them beat, because Korea has it smart when, because they started figuring out that internationally, like it has a lot of appeal what they're doing. But, but then back then, uh, when all this was popularized uh, by Jap- Japanese, uh, you know, you gotta be fair that the internet wasn't this blown up yet, so. Yeah, was, uh, yeah. I mean, if, Japan is still living in the old age, man. Because a lot of Japanese uh, media and uh, traditions are still like backdated. Yeah, it is. Even and their television, a lot of businesses. Yeah, it's, but oh my god, that their minds are. I don't know. It's it's very weird. Like you can't really say they are very dated, but. You can't really say they are very advanced, and it's very it's mm. it's very strange to put a finger on them because technology wise they are fucking up there, but in terms of mm. entertainment wise, it's so dry over there on their TV, and yeah, it's it's very strange over there because no that uh, leading uh, leading power in, in certain things like products, uh, the sex industry. Music like J Rock and all the pretty boys, and but it's mm. strange like how, uh, I don't know how to put it. They they can capital capitalize on all this, but yet still not capitalize on it. Yeah, it, I mean, yeah. I yeah, yeah. So you're saying? No, uh, go on, finish. What do you think? I I can't remember. <laughs> it slipped on mine already. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I watch a lot of like uh, Japanese content and like people who are who are living in Japan. Uh, those content creators, and uh, from what what I get from there is like Japan doesn't embrace change. Like they just want to hold on to the things that worked back in the day, or like once they work. They never want to change or like renovate. You know, they always want to cling to that old uh, tradition or whatever has worked. They're like, whatever's worked, worked, and uh, that's all there is to it. We don't need to, we don't need to re-innovate or anything. Is this is how it is? Mm, half of that, yeah. Half of that is true. It's probably more especially when it comes to the internet. Because Japan doesn't fucking understand internet at all. They don't understand the internet, like worldwide internet, anything. And I like you. Have you visited Japanese websites? Yeah. They are so fucked. <laughs> like <laughs> even now, if you visit a Japanese website, it seems like it's from back in the nineties or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's it, it's it's sad because they are they have the best minds of creativity in terms of crafting and designing everything they have it all but just no idea why it, the internet doesn't work really work out for them yeah and in this uh, like this is where I think Korea 
mm-hmm. is really fucking smart. Because well, do you know what they do in every fucking K-pop uh, song or K-pop group, whatever? They mix the fucking English with the Korean lyrics because they know that fucking international audience, they're going to eat that shit up. Like, they know they have that appeal and that fucking audience. And if they just put a little bit of English in there, even, like, people are just going to go crazy. They're going to keep repeating that same fucking line. Uh, visual rock band does that. The metal bands actually do that. The irony of it. They do, but it's like, I can't even, I can't hear it. You know? Yeah, because like, it's for, the way how they say it. Yeah. <laughs> for K-pop, it's like the main chorus or whatever, like half of it is going to be in English or something. Or like when it was like Gangnam Style, you remember that? Yeah. Everyone was like, oh, sexy lady. When I, everyone was just, nobody could say the Korean lyrics. They were like, oh, sexy lady. Yeah, I mean, all these are all marketing strategies, I guess. But it's it's quite surprising to see now that we're talking about it that all these K-pop dance groups have uh, been surviving for about 10 years. For the past 10 years, they've been around quite strongly. And Japanese... Uh, oh, fuck! Uh, Japanese uh, bands. Actually, the irony is that Japanese rock bands are still maintaining in the scene. And they're still being mm-hmm. very broadcasted into the Western scenes and very well re- received. Whereas the Japanese pop bands are dying. Yeah, I don't even know any fucking pop bands besides anime, anime bands like bands that do like songs for anime. Uh, I don't know the new wave one either. The I only know like old old band, like old boy bands, but they are that are broke broken. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the only time I see Japanese music is because of anime. Like maybe I'll get some recommendation from anime opening or ending. And uh, some band that did that, um, I would check out other music maybe. But other than that, I don't think I see it. Unlike K-pop, where it's fucking broadcast and marketed everywhere. Yeah, I mean, that's marketing power. But but then again, not sure what's wrong with uh, Japan. I mean, maybe Japanese have their own crisis they're going through now that uh, all this are not their main focus at the moment or so. Like, I think they were facing some, no, like, birth crisis or something? Uh, what crisis? Birth. Oh, birth crisis. Oh, like yeah. the low birth rate. Yeah, yeah. So, there were a lot of factors. Then... That... Sorry? Hmm. Yeah, and the thing is, all, throughout these years, like, the natural disasters have been, like, becoming more and more but or something. I might be wrong, but... Uh, it just feels like they have moved on to other aspects of like focus in terms of uh, all this. But then again, if you if you look at it, like a lot of Japanese companies are slowly dying off. So like uh, game companies like Konami and all that kind of stuff, you know, they no they are no longer dominating uh, the industry. So it's probably like as you said, mm-hmm. like the, they just kept on um, being stuck to the old system and they don't want to move on. And yeah. And this is why they, yeah. they are no longer dominating it. And probably Korean took on that system and pushed it on to the next level. And that's why it, uh, it's still surviving at this point. In time. 
Yeah. Because uh, I know the Japanese birth rate is low, but I don't think that has anything to do with... Like, they, they are how they are, I think. I, from what yeah. I remember, Koreans also have a very low birth rate, I think. But... Yeah. You can really see the dominance slide off the industry in all these aspects. Like, even in yeah, food... Yeah, they just fell off. Yeah, they just fell off, like, heavily. But no doubt, like, and uh, cultural-wise, like, a lot of people are still very into it. I mean, surprisingly, a lot of yeah. Western Westerners are... But Jap- Japanese rock music and... Holy shit, you'll be surprised how strong the Western crowd of the Japanese rock music are. Like, yeah. seriously, yeah. It's, like, really strong. Like, it's even, like... uh, It's really, like, how guys are for, like, K-pop and all that kind of stuff. It's the same kind of fan group. It's quite surprising. Mm. But then again, those, those bands are, are the old bands that I used to listen to, and they've already been established around throughout the... Uh, for what what they are and everything, so it's really hard to compare in terms of that because they've been around. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. those. Uh, I think that's the biggest uh, thing. Like the Westerners, they have like diehard fans, you know. So if it's like if it's Japanese or Korean, I think it doesn't matter. They're gonna be like diehard fans for it, especially mm. when it's something like foreign like that. I don't know. For some reason, people are just even crazy. Like, it is to them, it's like something exotic or some shit. It's like, oh, K-pop boy band. Oh, yeah, these, but... these, these guys and girls, they look so... They're out of this world, so surreal. Yeah, the whole... Like, I mean, Japanese used to, to be tops when it comes to repackaging their marketing. Like, they are so fucking good at their repackaging and packaging. Oh my god, I fucking swear, like, it's really so good. Like, how they keep the bands fresh is to read images on every album. And, mm-hmm. yeah, that's how they keep it fresh and how people look forward to a new image and everything. <clears throat> then they were really dominating this whole marketing way of repackaging and packaging their, their products well. And even when it goes down and everything their packaging is so fucking good like seriously after when I was there I really understood why Japanese you know can sell their stuff so well because of their packaging and the way how customers sees uh, a certain product be it whether uh, is it a band or food or some useless shit that you don't need you know, they always package it in a way that is appealing that makes people curious to want to buy it or looks good enough to want to eat it, or like, that 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 goes for the girls and the guys. Mm-hmm. You know, like the Japanese porn industry is good enough to eat it. So yeah, I mean, like okay, even in like Japanese porn, like some of them, some of the covers, the girls really look really good. But when you play the oh. video, the the girls just look so different from the cover picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The covers so, are really they put a lot of work in the cover. Covers look yeah. nothing like the actual thing. Exactly. But, you know, if you're lucky, you, you do get, like, the actual thing. But, uh, oh my god, they are really so good. I think they were one of the leading ones that actually pushed this whole marketing system to a whole new level. 
uh, back then. And yeah, I think yeah. that that's the the max ca- uh, capacity that they they had to offer in terms of that because you look at all the games and everything. There was this whole period of time where Japanese games were the bomb, and that's just mm-hmm. could have touched it like games like Final Fantasy and all that kind of stuff. Every single game that were on the market and the shelves of uh, shops were all Japanese games. And Western companies had no room to compete in that at all. All they could do is to franchise what the Japanese companies have done. And yeah, yeah I guess this is that's all they had to offer to the industry in terms of all this. And they didn't have a plan B how to push it on further. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's kind yeah, of. Yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, I think they still, they still do great. Like they still do great at what they do, right? I think they're still great at the packaging and all those. They still yeah, yeah. Uh, are very dominant in the gaming industry, even though the Western studios and companies are catching up. No, it's right. dying. Japanese, the Japanese, uh, in the uh, the Japanese in the gaming industry is dying out so bad, really so bad. Like even Konami, Konami has uh because I was reading up on Konami and the Hideo Kojima's incident, and a lot of uh news was a lot of rumors was spe- speculated around why Konami like uh fired Kojima for uh you know the guy who created Metal Gear Solid, and because yeah yeah. That that game was really like one of the top names for like one of the faces for Konami, and it didn't make any sense. But because uh, it was the gaming industry for Japanese were doing so bad that they're trying to uh, cut off uh, the gaming the gaming side and strictly focus on like mobile games and pachinko games. Yeah, they make fucking gacha now. Everything is gacha, fucking mobile games and shit. Yeah, exactly. So that's why it's uh, they, you know, even for the gaming industry, the Japanese side are no longer really like dominating anymore. Like even Final Fantasy, the this name is starting to wash up. You know, it, it no longer brings yeah. the same feeling and everything. It used to have that wow I mean... factor. Yeah, I mean, Japan's still doing okay because they have, like, Nintendo and yeah. all the Nintendo games. They yeah. still have PlayStation. PlayStation is uh, a huge name. Like, it is. It and, is. Yeah, PlayStation and Xbox. So it's, like, half of the console market right there on PlayStation. But, yeah, they're definitely falling off because they just don't want to... Uh, Either they don't want to embrace change or they can't. No, they're so, just maybe, so stuck in their ways. Yeah, I think... Oh, now that you're talking about this, it just hit me. Maybe because the new generation, there's no one else who are as innovative as they were back then. Mm. Because because of this uh, of this issue they're talking about. like You know, they're all being forced into a box where they can't think anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so maybe that's an issue I've seen, uh, I've uh, read about or like seen as well. Like uh, the creativity in mm-hmm. Japan, people's creativity is really like they're uh, they get pressured by society to conform with everyone, right? To conform yeah, yeah. with the group, to conform 
to be one of the cogs in the system. So creativity is usually like not rewarded. So they don't have any incentive to be creative, to be different. So it's yep. like, yeah, I think that kind of culture can't sustain itself over a longer period. It's going to die off. Yeah, it's, it's quite sad because, yeah, that, oh, I know what's this feeling. It feels like first generation is dying off, but there's no second generation to pick up the where it was mm. left off. Yeah, and then instead of Japan itself picking up the second generation of what they started, it became Korean, uh, the Korea side who picked up whatever the Japan Japanese left off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not a bad thing, but, you know, something is, uh, like J-Rock, just leave it as it is. Please, Korean, don't, don't, don't ruin J-Rock. Don't re- ruin Visual Rock. Oh. <laughs> I don't think Korea... Uh, ruin J-Rock I think Japan is doing that pretty well already <laughs> no but the, by quick, not making uh, any more they are still they are, they are still like uh, are they uh, are there new up and coming like J-Rock bands that are like coming on the scene they they are but um, I'm not too I'm not too into it anymore but it. <clears throat> what I can say is like uh, in the J-Rock scene like there's a lot of manufactured bands like how the westerners do it now and there are only a handful that really mix out of it uh, yeah so basically yeah that, there's that and you know, there's still some good bands like the I showed you and all but yeah if I were to really dig I probably can find but uh, I'm I'm quite like the Japanese. I, I like the old stuff. Whatever works for me works. So <laughs> you're part of the problem. See, <laughs> you're, well, this is part of the fucking problem, Donkey. I'm old. You know, you can't really. I can't really help it. I'm <laughs> you gotta old. Gotta get rid of these fucking old people. Oh, oh god damn it! Fuck you. You you gotta pick up young fuck. <laughs> But no, speaking of that, I remember that one uh, fucking uh, one time, the former Japanese prime minister. Uh, I don't think he's still the prime minister. Uh, I think the one before this one. Uh, there was one press conference or something when he said, can the old people just fucking die already? We're getting tired of paying your pension. Oh, seriously, <laughs> say that? Yeah, I remember one time that he said that. I forgot what his fucking name was. You wow. you remember his name? Nope, not at all. The the most recent one, the Japanese prime minister. Something I I forget. But uh-huh. yeah, he 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 fucking said that. Uh, yeah, we're really getting tired of fucking paying these pensions for all these old people, and they're not uh, contributing anything. To our society anymore? Can you please <laughs> just die? <laughs> so what, what was what was the backlash for that? He got a lot of backlash for it. He yeah, got a definitely. lot of backlash for it all online and everywhere. <laughs> I think he eventually stepped down as prime minister, but I'm um, pretty sure. But I don't think it was because of that statement. But then but, I think yeah. 
if he if he were he was able to say that, I think there was a certain level of uh, happening in the Japanese society itself as well. Yeah, because uh, more like Japanese society is like very old, right? And they're yep. low birth rate. They're not having new blood pumping in. It's a lot yeah. of old people living off of pensions, not contributing uh, anything new. They're just draining themselves, basically. I literally, what slowly watching a country die. Yeah, yeah. there's no new blood, and it's just the old surviving and. Uh, you're not becoming self-sustaining anymore because back then they were fucking self-sustaining. They really, they they could do everything for themselves, like market out music for themselves, and everything is because there were new bloods coming. Like they have like proper birth rates and everything. They had no trouble su- su- uh, self-sustaining, but now it's a different problem. You know? But then again, mm. that kind of society and that kind of cultural, uh, you know, the dark side of Japanese culture. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's understandable why like people don't want uh, Japanese people don't want to have like, kids and everything. I mean, even for myself, I don't want to have kids too. I mean, and I'm not even living in Japan, so it's pretty understandable. Yeah, yeah. it so, can't be long-term self-sustaining as a thing. Like they had a boom back in the '80s and '90s, like the mm-hmm. the big uh, economy boom. Mm-hmm. In Japan, and then they started falling off. I think in the 2000s. Yeah, they started slowing off, falling off. It's only lately, like yeah, for at least the past ten years. Let me see. Yeah. Also, the yeah the they could like if they were smart, they started like marketing themselves more to Western people is because they're very closed off Japan. And yeah. most of the people who like are fans of the J Rock or their anime or whatever culture, uh, those fans have to find it out for themselves, right? It's not yeah. like it was blasted in their face. They had to find it out. Like we back in the day, like I'm sure you I don't know how you found out about J Rock and how you became a fan of that, but me back in the day, I didn't even fucking know about anime, right? I had to find it out myself. And like oh. look for it myself. There was no legal w- platforms or website I could watch it. I had to pirate all the fucking anime and everything. It was all fan stuff. People fans doing the subtitles and shit, watching that stuff. Like that's what I'm talking about. You see Korea, they're doing all this fucking brand uh, partnerships. They're doing fucking Netflix shows and deals and the k-pop groups are doing deals with foreign brands and having concerts in uh, other countries you know having meetups with fans with foreigners uh and stuff whereas japan is only now starting to like have some of their anime some of their tv shows uh doing deals with netflix uh some of their anime getting on crunchyroll to a, a international audience like and whenever I've seen the interviews and stuff with like insider industry and the anime industry, they don't even think about the foreign or international audience. They only think about the Japanese audience. It's become a conditioning. Yeah, they can't even think that there could be like people outside of Japan that are fans of them that were, are willing to pay money and willing to like reward them for you know what they are like. Uh, can be fans of them. They can't. 
even consider that uh, fact. Mm-hmm. True. So they're missing out on that whole huge fucking globalization potential because uh, we have because of the internet now and globalization, but they're still stuck in the fucking 1700s when they were an island closed off from <laughs> the rest of the world. But then again, like, you know, can't help it. Like, if, if there's no new generation to actually step up to take over from the old one, uh, the old ones are generally just very stuck in how they were doing things. Like, it's very hard for them to learn new stuff like the internet. Like, I've seen, like, a couple of artists online, Japanese artists that are trying to uh, break through from YouTube and all this. But a lot of uh, those DIY musicians who just upload video for fun, for singing and all, they started dying off slowly because, uh, you know, it's just not their thing to be on the internet that much. The Japanese is very into life itself, like very, yeah. Like the internet just doesn't seem like a, a viable choice of life to them in some instances. No, but they upload like uh, their stuff on the Japanese uh, YouTube though. Uh, what's it called? Nico Nico? Or something? I don't know. Yeah, I apparently they have like a website. It's called Nico Nico. It's basically like YouTube, but uh-huh. the Japanese version, and all the Japanese people are on it. Yeah, it's, so they use it's, that. Yeah, it's like a comfort zone for them, and mm. yeah, maybe you're just afraid, like you said, it's afraid of changes and everything. Oh, just now you were saying how did I find out about music? That that suddenly brought me back to a very nostalgic thought because. Uh, I listen to like English metal and stuff, right? So I met this uh-huh. guy who listened to Japanese rock and we swapped music and we went, like, swapped disc and everything. And then we went to, like, I found out about, like, uh, Japanese bands through HMV and all this kind of stuff. Like, physical CDs and everything to check out, like, physical music, etc. Damn. Word by mouth, bitch. Like, hey, this is good metal. Oh, I listen to Japanese. Okay, we change. Okay. Wow. <laughs> wow, this is good Japanese. And voila. It's yep. like how you, they used to do back in the caveman days. Yep, exactly. Back in, back in the day, you guys did not internet. And then we had to do all the work. You know, I, I'm still not the oldest generation for this shit. I mean, if you talk to like metalheads who are like a lot older than me, maybe like uh, 10 to 20 years. Uh, oh. oh, you guys have seen him back then. We had fucking cassette tapes. <laughs> have you ever, uh, you young boys, have you ever heard of a thing called a cassette player? <laughs> I actually did. I actually used to play stuff on cassette. Yeah, we had a cassette back in the day as well. Because those were the bomb, man, and videotapes and all that shit. You know, I've been through all that era. So, fuck you for telling me about cassette tapes. I've been there, motherfucker. I yeah, mean, but... you've been there, but, like, I'm pretty sure, like, the boomer, uh, the sorry, the Zoomers now, people born in the, like, 2000s and shit, they have no fucking idea what a cassette or cassette player is. Most of them don't even know what DVD is, right? Yeah. Like, no, back then, DVDs were known as LD, Laserdisc. Like, they were this huge, huge-ass vinyl disc uh, that has movies. And yeah. those those were the only available um, way to, like, 
watch it and you have to buy the fucking play to play. It's like a fucking huge digital vinyl playing shit. And then it doesn't make sense because uh, for for music, they have the compact disc. And for mm-hmm. movies, they have this fucking huge ass fucking planet of Saturn shit going into this fucking shit. And it makes sense to me. Why? Why, why is there such a huge size difference? And then there you have the cassette. I have like like Walkman and stuff. And the internet basically was just basically for porn. Just for porn. You didn't yeah. have porn CD? Porn did? I did, but I was curious. <laughs> I had like music. Um... Uh, pirated CDs because back then you know you, you have like guys standing by the road so hey, like blue CD blue CD chip chip three for ten dollar you know that kind of shit <laughs> blue CD <laughs> yeah and yeah I, I had some of those wrapped in like some or something hidden away somewhere and uh, just watch the same fucking CD back to back like a hundred times oh me yeah, like uh, what the people back then do, uh, they don't have like all, uh, an internet full of porn. They have just one or two CDs. What do they do? But majority of the time, they actually fuck. You know, they they look at the real thing and they fuck rather than people like us. What the? Rely on porn all the time to get it out. You know, people actually had partners. You know, TK. Fucking ew. Heck, what? Ew. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what now? Are you seeing right now? You mean human body contact? Gross. Are you right now? Huh? Man, what are you talking about right now? Are you talking to me right now? Bitch, why you be talking right now? Fuck, are you for real right now? I'm, no, I'm representing the Zoomer audience here. Oh, I thought you were represent, re- re- representing rice. <laughs> like, uh, conservative Chinese. Oh, I just sat up and I just saw it's time. It's a good place to yeah. stop. It's a good place to stop, babe. We should stop like stop. Japan back in the 80s when they had the boom. Uh, they should have stopped f- right there before they <laughs> fell off. What the <laughs> fuck? Well, they have to have COVID, but... <laughs> what? Yeah, I mean, they fell to the ground, so you're waiting for the COVID to come in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So, yeah, guys, don't fall. Don't fucking fall on the pavement. Don't fucking fall on the ground, because you'll get COVID. Okay, how, tell how, your kids... How- how the fuck did we start oh. off this topic about falling onto the ground and getting COVID and then we still ended on this topic about falling? Because Japan fell off. Okay. <laughs> so this whole episode <laughs> is just about falling down. Like how, oh, fuck, even the animals, like, we were talking about like, how they don't fall. Yeah. What the fuck? See, we fall- did have a theme. Yeah, we, we did. What? Have- we did something professionally. (laughs) (laughs) Even though we didn't think anything of it beforehand, but apparently we still had a theme all along. Wow. Are we becoming professionals, TK? 
We were always professional. Oh, professional professional bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I knew that was coming fucking hell. I knew that was coming fucking hell. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that's probably going to be the episode title, actually. Donkey <laughs> fell off and so did Japan. <laughs> <laughs> Donkey fell off and got COVID, and so did Japan. <laughs> that was actually quite funny. <laughs> so did Japan. Fucking hell. What the hell? Can you not make a fucking burden carrier for the fall of Japan? You are. Now you are. You're the donkey. <laughs> the straw that broke the donkey's back. <laughs> God damn it. Japanese dog. Oh, sugoi ne arigato gozaimasu And they go, and then they proceed to eat puffer fish. <laughs> well, we did have a team. You're still talking about Japanese all the while. Wow. Yeah. I mean, we just, um, maybe we're just weeps. We're getting better at this. You know, our, our, our nonsense are starting to slowly tie, tie themselves together without us doing anything. This is what happened. A lot of nonsense. Eventually, they all link up to something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but and uh, before we start getting even out of hand and talking more nonsense, I think we should end it right here. Yep. Okay. Okay. Bye, bye, everyone. Thank you. Thank you for listening to us, and give us a follow on Spotify and a five. Star rating if you watch us or listen to us on Spotify. And if you're on YouTube, give us a subscribe and a like and comment whatever you want. So, <laughs> thank you as always. See you next time. Bye, <laughs>